So, what's good, y'all? What's the episode of Thoughts Pending Podcast? It's your host, Shad Solo. This week, I'm joined by a very special guest. Go ahead and ask yourself. Hey, y'all. It's Leilani. Special returning guest, I should say. Leilani, uh, so, you want to inform listeners how you've been since the last episode? Because it might have been, like, maybe a year ago. Maybe longer than that. I can't remember. No. No, it was... It was? This year. Yeah, it was, like, around the top of the year. Ah. Um, yeah, it was around the top of the year, but I've been doing great, honestly. Like, treating me amazing, so I don't have zero. I have zero complaints. Zero. Glad to hear. So, uh, I guess we can go ahead. Oh, disclaimer for the episode: If I sound a little nasally and tired, it's because my sinuses are kind of kicking my ass right now. So, y'all just bear with me here. He got the Rona, y'all. I don't have the Rona. Don't wish that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Wilding. So. Uh, <laughs> Pending thought of the week, since you're trying to kill me off, what's a historical event you would have liked to have seen an ultimate version of? Um, Malice at Malice in the Palace. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure those of you that are familiar with uh, the NBA are fans of the NBA. I've watched it, and it's the big brawl that happened right between the Pistons. Um, the way they just treated those players was. Um, as if they antagonized right, when it was truly the fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we've even seen that uh, some fans uh, at some games, like players, uh, sorry, not players, but fans antagonize players, right? The N-word, saying things about their family. Um, it, it, it gets there. It gets to the point where a player feels as though they have to protect themselves or respond, especially during the heat of the game. I definitely would have liked to see a completely different, a different turn of events during that, hands down. Yeah, same. I mean, even though, I mean, <clears throat> if Ron Artest would have went ahead and just went head up with Ben, or not even hard foul Ben, the whole situation might not even occur. But, of course, when you're in the, the moment of a game, things happen, emotions run high, so I understand. It happens, you know. Yeah, so. it was just when that, uh... <laughs> so, um, during during the untold documentary he said that a lot of people have restraint i don't and so he caused it yeah i mean he was he was being honest he caused it right but the fans is what made it was like slow motion when the cup just came and hit him he was laying there everything turned it was like a bull seeing red and it, it just got worse so i don't know why a fan would think that that's cool to antagonize or, or to throw something like that, but once it was a brawl. No, I understand. I mean, I get it. Not the fan, but like, I understand, you know, when you're trying to relax and somebody does something to antagonize you, I mean, that's how they do. Sometimes people say it's an overreaction, but it's like, you can't tell nobody how to react if you're, you know, something simple is like, say something disrespectful. I mean, it might be lightweight to you, but that might ruin somebody else's day, and they might react a certain way, so I get it. The only thing that's kind of messed up, like uh, like I said, the alternate version of it, like Reggie Miller ended up having to retire behind that. One of like the greatest shooters of all time, you know, never got a chance to actually get his ring or get his get a ring. shot. Yeah. yeah, but you know, I which think is which is that. super unfortunate. And they, you know, they were treating them. They literally were calling them thugs. Yeah, and I remember that. There were cameras right on. Ev- there was cameras all around the arena, so they could see. Not excusing, right? Because we've seen people. Uh, right, like we've seen people pussy. I mean, even I think recently, uh, Pat Patrick Pat Beverly. You know, yeah. we see we see a lot of a lot of stuff happen. 
because tensions rise. However, um, I feel like it's not the same judgment, especially when it comes to hockey. They go on there and they they fight. Yeah. Yep. That's it's a, it's a completely different experience. But now you have all of these black men, right? It's, it's just different. But the player, you know, it's they made it worse. And I under I I don't I don't agree that Ron Artest should have went and did. But it happened. But I feel like all of the weight was put on all of these players instead of, I mean, you have fans and stretchers, which I will say this, um, a lot of players, and I'm sure you can attest to this being, you know, an ex-athlete or whatever, those who are, right, or mm-hmm. fans of the sport, they feel as though they can outplay <laughs> an elite athlete. They feel like then these athletes who you work behind a desk or you work on a tractor, whatever the case may be, these are athletes and pushing their bodies, right? They put a lot of time, uh, finances, et cetera, into their bodies to make themselves. There's no way you can outrun an athlete. There's no way you can out, to be honest, physically harm an athlete. So why that person thought it was cool to to throw that cup and all the other stuff that happened after that. And then there was even a player who tried to square up and he her. So <clears throat> Yeah, I'm trying to think who that was. Um so needs to play for Trailblazers. Jermaine O'Neal. Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah, I remember that. O'Neal. And it was uh was it Steven Jackson? Who was it? It, sure it was Steven Jackson handing mm-hmm. out phase as yes. you say in California. So yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that's that's just one of those. You cannot the, – these athletes, especially basketball, they're tall, right? And they're, yeah. they're bigger than you. They're stronger than you. So I would have liked to see a different turn of events. Yes, they – especially Ron Artest for doing what he did, but I feel like they didn't – the NBA was trying to protect themselves as an organization. Yeah. organizations and there's an HR there's etc and it's always going to be the organization first always it's unfortunate yeah. unfortunate but that's just facts so that's mine but what about you um I'm trying to think I'm gonna try to keep it light even though it's a serious situation but the DC sniper situation for sure for me I would like to see a different alternate version of it like because since that hit like right on my front porch basically like one of the victims got shot like at half an hour from where I lived at, so it was kind of like this nigga's pretty close, man. So of course we didn't know he was a nigga at the time, even though me and my dad were looking at newspaper articles and stuff. <clears throat> he was looking at most of the victims, like maybe shot most of the victims are white, so probably strong chance probably a black guy. And I was like, man, you sure? And he's like, man, think about it. And lo and behold, he was correct. Um, yeah, it turned out to be a black guy that was an ex-military had his stepson with him, feeding nigga graham crackers and shit, even though it's neither here nor there, but. Yeah, the reason why, like, I like the alternate version of that, because, like, I mean, granted, I wouldn't have wanted that to occur at all, obviously, especially since I could have got my head took off. But um, I don't know. I think that kind of helped the area in a way kind of get a little bit more united because, you know, they call it the quote unquote DMV area or whatever. <clears throat> so that was nice to see for a change. But, yeah, um, I think that's probably the only thing I can think of on the top of my head right now. And how, how long was that? Like, was it... Was it like a week or? I want to say it was about like two months. Two months, I want to say, give or take. Okay, so I remember. Yeah, I remember. I was like, okay, maybe it was like a week or two, but. I want to say it was about crazy. a month, though. I remember like they were telling us to run in zigzags and shit. I'm just like, bro, that's not. 
going to do anything. But, you know, I guess they were just trying to give us a fighting chance, allegedly. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, the only thing, I, I had a little funny caveat to it. Like, I had to, like, pump gas for my mom's car whenever she went out or get the groceries and shit. That was fun. Because, like, you're going to put my life on the line here. But then it's like, I'm sorry you didn't Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you get your ass beat and get cussed out or get shot. And it's like, I'll take the ladder. I'll get shot. If it happens, it happens, bro. So, yeah, that would have been an awesome event. Definitely, I'd like to see a different version of, for sure. Or would have liked to see seen a different version of. But uh, on to another subject. Uh, when's the last time you challenged your beliefs? I I would say yesterday. As, as soon as yesterday. Um. I typically tend to bury myself in work, right? Especially when I am going through. Um, I felt I not I feel, but I've been I've been taught that, right? Especially a lot of the women in my family, they're like, no matter what goes on, you just work, 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 work. A lot of um, a lot of black people, we also like, experience that as well, right? And we don't necessarily put our health, mental, emotional, physical first. We're like, well, you just still got to work, right? You still still go to work, still go to work, despite what you're feeling. And I guess just for me and, and my upbringing, but yesterday I wasn't feeling good. And I really needed a, I needed a mental health day. Mm. I, need, I needed a mental health day. And it wasn't, um, it wasn't something that was super serious, but I was working my, like my butt off, like despite you know, having fun, right? And then spending time with family, I still just been working, heads down, working. And yeah. when I took yesterday off, I was actually able to, I went to the gym, I worked out, um, I organized my apartment, I cooked, I just took care of a lot of stuff that I needed to take <laughs> care of. And I was like, while I wouldn't have been able to do all of that, if I, I would have been able to do some of it, but not all of it. And it felt good. It felt like it was a preparation for today right or the next day following so I had to tell myself it's fine to recognize hey I need a moment I need a day to myself I need to take a mental health even if I may not be physically sick maybe I'm just mentally like I'm depleted so yeah burnout's very I, I had to challenge that and also not beat myself up about it too I think we we tend to do that and even if it was if I felt like I've done this before in the past where I've taken a mental health day and I was like, I'm going to the spa. I'm going to get my feet done. I'm going to go hang out with family members, right? Like that I haven't seen or like my great, great grandmother who's 106. Um, yeah. I don't get to see her as often as I would like. Um, she has Alzheimer's as well. So uh, there was a time, I think a few months ago where I also took a day off and I was like, I'm just going to go and like, you know, have my, my grandparents go run their errands and I'll keep an eye on her as well, right? But that was yeah. also good, right? Emotionally, mentally, because I was able to connect with her. But I think I definitely, definitely, and I, I told myself it's not a bad thing that I take a day off because if anything was to happen to me, God forbid, my job's going to replace me. Yeah. That's just fact. So I got to take care of myself. So... Yeah, that's one thing I've, I've done a lot of this year as well, like <clears throat> being more present for myself. Because, you know, sometimes you be out hanging out with friends or like that, or you're trying to like, I don't know, just out and about, but you're not really mentally there. You're just showing up 
you know, yeah. kind of, even if it's work or whatever. So I, I definitely took some heat into that this year for sure. But uh, a, a belief I challenged for myself also has been uh, extending grace for people that I feel like don't deserve grace. Like, because mm. it's like sometimes people do stuff and they may not know how it could affect you. Granted, I mean, there's some things I feel like everybody should know better, but some people are quote unquote oblivious, you know, even though I feel like they're not. But either way, instead of holding grudges with stuff, I, I let stuff go because I think it takes a lot more energy to hold a grudge with somebody versus, you know, talking it out or at least trying to be somewhat cordial, even though you don't really, well, at least for me, I feel like some of the people that I've kind of lost contact with, it's like, well, they'll need me before I need them. But it's just like, mm, it's not that serious, man. Like, if you see them, say what's up, reach out. But outside of that, man, don't try to force it, you know, let people, you know, do them, you know, and then if, if, if time permits, y'all cross paths again and y'all figure it out from there. But yeah, I would say I definitely learn to extend grace to people and also to myself. Sometimes I be feeling like, to your point, kind of like like a superhero to a degree, trying to get stuff done. It's like, man, I got to take care of this. I got to look out for some fam or whatever, relatives and shit, or my friends doing this and doing that. And sometimes it's like, bro, like, you can only pick one thing out of this. What thing are you, are you going to do after that? You can tell your folks you catch up with them later, bro, regardless of who it is, you know? Because I... Especially, um, you know, our generation, so like my friends, et cetera, and even myself, um, with what you mentioned earlier by going out, whether it's a birthday party or um, an engagement or whatever the case may be, we could be really tired, mm -hmm. like just like, really exhausted. And like you said, we're there, but we're not there. We're not able to actually enjoy it because we would, to be honest, probably should be at home resting. Um, Absolutely. But but we put we but we push ourselves and then in terms of <clears throat> you talking about giving grace i second that i've i've had to learn to give grace to my parents mm. and that has been yeah that's been a, a challenge for me and something that i recognize because they're from a completely different generation than us um so their their viewpoints on things is very dated Absolutely. <laughs> and um I, I also understand that they, you know, that they want the best for us. Um, it just may not the wrong. Um, they, they have, they have the best intentions. Um, but what you may feel is best for me, I don't believe is um, also a understanding, right? Like I said, that they have the, the best intention. So uh, allowing grace, but also a little bit of a, a ruler in between us. Like I need a little space, yeah. <laughs> you know? You know, I, I may need a break from people. Um, I think it's good to honor that as well. But I think giving people grace outside of outside of family for me, I will say. So, like, colleagues and stuff like that, I, you don't thin ice <laughs> But in it. terms of family, and, yeah, in terms of family and friends, I tend to give, you know, a, a certain amount of grace. So I do understand where you're coming from. Yeah, I mean, it has, even though I wouldn't say it's supposed to be limitless, but some things is like everybody has a breaking point too, you know? So you're not yeah. obligated to try to understand where everybody's coming from all the time because you're not going to. I don't think we're supposed to either. I think, you know, not just like a hippie, but life's all about learning and shit. So you're not always going to make the right decision all the time. The first time, I, you know, we're, you know, as long as not to your detriment, you know, it could be life or death or some shit like that. But it's like, how you learn it's how you become a better person you know you can't be afraid to make mistakes i'm definitely not and i definitely own my mistakes too which i'm glad my supervisor told me that kind of gave me a little boost and shit but yeah and even like you know 
I fuck up. Wait, what did she say? Nothing because like, <clears throat> oh my gosh. So anyways, long story less long, like the way <laughs> my team is at work, I'm second in command or whatever. So I'm supervising every she's out. Matter of fact, I got supervised tomorrow. How fun. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, like uh, she said, the reason why she put me in that position or whatever, because like within like fucking six to nine months, I kind of surpassed my team and she felt like she could trust the team to be like handled by me. You know, because I get stuff done, and then when I do mess up, I'll be like, hey, my fault, redacted, come out and put my supervisor's name out there. My fault, redacted, I messed up on this, you know, I'm going to duly know that going forward, I'll do this, and then I do it, you know. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. my team, which, by the way, I'm the youngest, I work with a bunch of, you know, I'll say they're in their, like, 30s to early 40s, and one lady's, like, in her 60s or whatever, so I look at them kind of like, you know, like, cousins and aunts, for real. But anyway, um, they won't say shit, like... We had somebody at work that had a situation where, you know, I'm in IT, so one of the passwords, one of our, um, golly, one of our passwords, one of our, like, systems or whatever, hers was, like, expired. And in this system, you had to get a certain amount of paperwork signed by different people in order to get access to it. So these youngins waited for a whole fucking year to tell our supervisor. And it's like, why would you wait a whole year if something urgent could have occurred? Like, I could have been out. Anybody could have been out. We could have said, hey, such and such, we need you to get into the system and act and get this for somebody. They wouldn't be able to because they're locked out of the system. And, like, after 30 days, the, your whole entire account gets wiped out. So it's just, like, why would y'all wait till a whole year to let us know? Not only that, like, you know, like, it could have been prevented. Because we ask all the time, like, hey, y'all got any questions or anything? Don't nobody send them until it's too late all the time. So that's why, you know, back to the whole point, like, I mean, taking – uh not taking heed, what's I'm looking for here. I'm just actionable and I take responsibility for my for my faults, you know, and my good stuff too, not just the faults. But yeah, so that was pretty cool to hear. Well, give yourself a pat on the back. It better come with some uh more money though. <laughs> Man, I'm already thinking about it now. If holiday season, I'll probably get a bonus and taxes is gonna jump that shit so bad though. But it's cool. Yeah. I'll take the gesture. I'm not even gonna sit there and complain <laughs> about it because I remember when niggas wasn't getting no Christmas bonuses, it was just on. Yo, man, after Christmas, you coming in, right? Like, type shit. So, yeah, I ain't right. going to complain. I'll be humble. But, uh, matter of fact, that's a perfect segue. That was a highlight for me, but I'll think of another one in a second. Um, mm-hmm. Would you say some highlight, a highlight or some highlights you made this year, some strides you made for yourself? Personally, professionally, Ooh. it don't even matter. I know you um... see you shine like new money on the ground, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> not so... <laughs> traveling alone that mm. has been when I say it is so it is and maybe this is just me being a little reclusive um <laughs> but I thoroughly enjoy by myself I don't have to see where someone wants to stay mm. I don't have to see where someone wants to do I'm not a club person right I'll go to right. a club for uh, a friend's birthday or something like that. Um, I'm there for an hour, maybe an hour, and I'm gone. <laughs> but <laughs> when I travel, I like to do um, things that I enjoy, right? So it looks friends. Um, and I'm on my own time, right? And so I'm also extremely athletic. Recently, um, I went to LA and I was in LA for a week. I spent time with... Um, with family in LA. Um, I went surfing while I was out there. Um, I tried to do indoor rock climbing, but I wasn't able to squeeze that in. So if I, they, 
<laughs> they wouldn't have wanted to do not either one of those things that I just mentioned, which is fine, right? Yeah. I have some friends that do enjoy those things, but um, I, I honestly overall just enjoy spending time by my alone has, has allowed me to meet a lot of different people. Um, I have so many different connections. Um, any state that I've gone to, I've met different people. And when you're traveling alone, and let's say you're at a bar, you're at a restaurant, and you're sitting by yourself, and I even gone to like a lounge when I was in Atlanta uh, not too long ago, and people, because because I was by myself, people were like, hey, you want to join our VIP? Are you like sure? <laughs> I don't think that would have been the same experience had I been with. It could have been right, but it's possible, but so it, it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. But in Atlanta, I was getting included in so many different things because I was by myself. Mm. I want to get to know who are you? Like, you know, something about you was just like intriguing. And so I was meeting a bunch of different people. Um, and I've, I've traveled to quite a few different states and cities this year, um, like at least five by myself. And I'm, I'm thinking of going to Jamaica next uh, next year by myself. I don't know if it'll be Montego, but it'll definitely uh, be a resort. Um, it'll be a resort, and I'll probably do some other things, like a few outside of the resort, but okay. it's been a completely, I would say, therapeutic experience traveling alone. I highly if they're, they're open to it, but that's, it's been a highlight of mine. No, that's nice. Any chance to come to DC? Because I forgot about that cash app bet. No. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about that. We can talk about that afterwards. We can talk about that. <laughs> but it's a good excuse. Good, good excuse. Um, another highlight for myself was definitely uh, I mean, on the traveling tip, you know, went to Atlanta twice actually. It was hard to reconnect with some of my family. I mean, granted, it was due to unforeseen circumstances with somebody on my cousin's passing, but it was nice to see how my family has expanded over the past decade, like, it's wild. Like, I got little cousins that's, like, damn, they're teenagers, and last time I saw them, they were, like, arm babies, and it's like, wow. That's wild. You think sometimes... <laughs> Wait, did you, you just call them arm babies? They were arm babies. <laughs> they were newborns when I saw them. Last time I saw them, they were newborns, like, fresh out the womb. I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. alright. Because, like, my third cousin. So I'm like, alright, cool. And I went down there, it's like, hey, cuz. I'm like, who are y'all? And I'm like, oh, okay, it's my cousin. Nana's daughters, great, they're twins. So I was like, oh wow, damn, they're twelve, going on thirteen. That's wild, you know. When I, last time I saw them, they couldn't even walk or feed themselves. Now, you know, hey, cousin, get five dollars, type shit, you know. So it was <laughs> interesting to see that. Um, yeah, then you know, went to your hood, you know, the Bay Area. That was nice. I would definitely mm-hmm. be back for that. You know, Napa was great. Um, San Fran was cool. A lot of nice women from different walks of life. Um, outside of that. <laughs> Outside They're beautiful that, out here. We got some beautiful ladies out here. Nah, People be sleeping. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wide awake. I'm not sleeping on that. I think <laughs> for myself. So, you know, that was great to, great to see. I'm trying to think of another highlight. Um, shit, probably those two things. Oh, not only that, like I said it last episode, but I saw some friends get engaged for the first time, like in person. That was amazing. Um, that was a highlight for me because it's like, man, I remember when they first started dating and now they're getting engaged and getting married and stuff. That was dope. That was amazing. Like, it felt like a movie. It was almost like watching the wood, you know, except only in real life. <laughs> it was dope. It was dope. Um, I yeah. Think I think it's beautiful seeing people. Uh, I think it's beautiful seeing love. 
Like, especially mm-hmm. like you said, being the start of the relationship and then seeing where they are now is it's beautiful. So it is, how- man. Yeah. Not a sound all mushy and shit, but it was it's it's dope to see. It's inspiring. Like I always tell any of my friends they got something in good going for themselves because i don't know why some people say like oh i'm jealous i'm like that's not really even if you're joking it's like man say you're inspired bro you gotta say you're jealous because that can come off away of course you, people probably don't pay it too much mind but i just think words mean things so but yeah it, it definitely leaves me inspired because like damn if they can do it i can do that same shit or it's like eh, i could work towards that it can't be that difficult so yeah um so while you go ahead and segue into a couple current events some light shit ain't really too much going on since the end of the year but uh Minority Report. Uh, <clears throat> so basically, the article is talking about now that banks can track trace when people buy guns, which I think is kind of purposeless. Because, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, people still buy dirty guns, which, you know, they do straw man purchases. I'm sure you know what that is, right? Well, my listeners might not know. Straw man purchases this. Get a fake ID. Go to a gun show. Buy a gun from somebody off, the, off you know, out from their trunk or some shit send that motherfucker off or meet somebody somewhere to go pick that motherfucker up and then boom, you got a gun. You can't trace that. So, yep. in my opinion, because I, I think they said they're developing a technology to try to identify potential mass shooters, which is why I called the, the title of that part Minority Report because if those haven't seen the movie, it's about, you know, predicting yep. crime before it happens. So, I want to get your perspective on it. Like, do you really think that's worthwhile to developing the technology since people are getting off damn near every few hours, really, if you want to be honest? I, I just feel like well, one, why is a bank involved? Two, um, and, and I already <laughs> the answer to that question. Mm-hmm. Two, gun control. Like, and, and, I, and I'll put myself out there. I'm licensed. Okay. True shooter. I, let, I, let know. I, th- I think we talked about it, right, Rashad? We talked about it. Oh, we yeah, have off there for sure. Off air, yeah. I'm licensed. Um, right. But I, I, I do believe... Um, as a single woman leaving alone, uh, was was the saying? Fuck around, find out. That's just, yeah, right. <laughs> I, that's just, I don't bother nobody. My life is very, very low key. But you know, <laughs> you feeling froggy? <laughs> you go find out. Um, but I do think that gun, con- like, why is why is that not being talked about? Why is it not being fixed? It's it's just like okay, well, let's see if we can if we can figure this out. And like you just said. Illegally, a lot of people are not, and there are a lot of people that are going about it the right way, right? Going to get licensed, yeah. right? Going to carrying it, have making sure it's concealed. Um, I do practice like every other month. <laughs> it's a black. For those of you that are listening, that's in the Bay Area. There's a black organization that does target practice, and saying it's better for you guys to know at least know how to use it, right? In the event Absolutely. that you may need to know how to use it safely. Um, but there are people like you mentioned and buying it illegally and it's no way to get tracked and nope. for a lot of states right like in the south especially in texas and i'll never forget a, a very very close friend of mine um moved from the bay area to houston right to go and mm-hmm. he's him and his roommate got a gun a, literally a rifle pulled on them like Damn. a block away from the city of houston because of course it, it was definitely racially driven, but he said it was a culture shock for them. Because in California, you can't just walk around, but in Texas, right. you can. Yeah, so it, it was very, it's very interesting. Um, but I do think that there needs to be 
rules and regulations on gun control. And I'm very curious as to like, what is the intentions they're saying? Oh, you know, we want to make sure that we can potentially prevent, but if someone is buying it illegally, how can you prevent that? I don't really think you can, man. Honestly, I think the the problem is kind of past fixing, not to sound like defeated or anything like that, but it's like, you know, this country thrives off that stuff. The world thrives off of it, you know, especially when you have, we have like the, the biggest defense industry on the planet. So, I mean, what do you think comes from that? Guns, firearms, like, come on, man. So, <clears throat> unless we start manufacturing guns completely, even though that would take years on end. And that, I don't think, I, I don't think that's going to happen either, but there's all cultures i'll say that actually teach their kids and give their sons gun and guns at very very young age and teach them how to hunt and certain things yeah. and with that within itself as we already know a lot of people aren't mentally well and i don't want to say this as if like um to have like depression or anything so i'm talking like you know there's a spectrum with it with anything i'm talking about yeah. those who are like, higher on the spectrum right it's like they should not even you know a a, a gun so <laughs> Like, for example, I don't know if you've seen the, the Dahmer stuff. I didn't finish it. I was like, I've seen after a few episodes. But right. his father was teaching him how to literally operate and cut open animals. I see. And he mentioned it and he said something was off of my son. But he still kept doing it with him. And that is like, well, you <laughs> if you see something or you know something is off and you're still encouraging it, what do you hmm. think is going to happen? I mean, it's probably a tough call for a parent, though. You know? Because, yeah, we think that. But if, you, if you're a parent, you don't raise this kid from the wounds, and now it's something going on with him. You're probably going to think, like, man, you know, some people say, like, <coughs> you do a lot of shit, which you don't. But mm-hmm. maybe that could have been a situation with that. <coughs> Damn. Yeah, it was, it, was, um, it was interesting because he said he knew it at a young age before he even reached high school that something went wrong. And so I, I do feel like, you know, as a parent, cause that is your, that's your child, right? So go and get them some type of help, but I don't. Yeah. Early the better. That exactly. The early, the early, it's like early detection, right? When it comes to like health, right? If you, if you find out that somebody <laughs> has for cells or something, it's better to find out earlier versus when it spreads to other parts of the body. So yeah, I don't know. Guns are, it's, it's bad. It's like we find out every other day there's another shooting or I think there was like another scare at a at another, I don't know if it was a high school or an elementary school and they found out it was like, you know, it was a ruse. It wasn't real. Someone called and, and but this is real for a lot of people and I'm going to be honest I've even had talks with colleagues who've said I am, especially those that live in the South that are like my children going to school, we have to have talks about them protecting themselves so yeah. and uh, that an active shooter is their school grounds so yeah man that's unfortunate bro like it's a wild reality that we live in yeah sure but i mean we'll see how things transpire as time progresses but uh since we already on the subject of crime a little bit <clears throat> i thought this is a, it's fucked up okay i'm gonna just preface by saying that but this is a very <clears throat> interesting way to rob somebody so you know for those that ride a lot of ubers and ride sharing programs Baltimore City Police said they're investigating a string of robberies where uh, people are carjacking Uber drivers or rideshare drivers, basically, where they pull to pick somebody up. Of course, they, you know, I guess pull a gun on them or whatever, throw niggas in the trunk and go pick up other people. 
and robbed them. And then I guess this like in the story that I read, they actually like <clears throat> he picked up a dr- uh, driver, whatever, left him in the trunk, robbed some other people, and then left him in the car. And thankfully, he was found, you know, unharmed and shit. But I'm just thinking, like, dog, it's crazy how people can come up with schemes to get over instead of just getting a job or trying to find other ways to better their life. Which I mean, I can't say that because I'm not in their predicament. I can't sit there and say like, yeah, if I was down, I'd do this. I don't know because you know, I I'm not from that environment, you know. But I just thought that's very sophisticated and wild as hell. Like, well, I am from that environment, and <laughs> what, I <will> say, <laughs> what I will say is, and what I've known, although I am from that environment, um, I have I have no criminal record, and I have no interest of doing that. I always knew that there was better for me, right? Yeah. Um, and literally, and living proof of that. But um, a lot of times, it comes a whole organization at play right so i think Absolutely. i talked i think i talked to you this uh, about this before years ago i used to work for a tech company <laughs> in a retail space and we would get robbed very often it was like mm-hmm. like the grabbing one right and so they're grabbing one whatever right and that would be thousands of dollars they wouldn't just grab one of course they grab multiple so what what ended up happening was it was a lot of young kids that was coming in, like teenagers, right? Or like early 20s, like 21, 22. And mm-hmm. what had happened was they found out that it was, literally, it was like a whole operation. And they was having older people, a, a lot of older men, whatever, were having these younger people come in and do this because there was court cases and things that happened, like to a managers had to go like the store managers and then the regional manager had to go to court a couple of times for this because it was happening like almost on a daily day um to the point where if you recognize if you ever go to um and i just said i I work for apple if you go to an apple store there's police there's not like a there'll be security guards but some at some of the um locations they'll actually be sitting yep. up the street or around the corner like just next time you guys are by an apple store you see a police officer just kind of pay attention to that so what they found out was kids were like the older ones the older people were telling them if you got in trouble you're going to get less time you're probably going to get out you're probably going to do this so a lot of these people don't have families and other people and other things going on so they're they feel like that's their sense of family to them yeah I'm like reading an article that you sent me it's literally happening a lot. Like you said, they it was four of them that called an Uber, right? Mm-hmm. Pulled out a gun, right? But when they got to the, the to the stop that they were taking him at, put him in the trunk and was riding around with him in the So <laughs> that in itself is like, okay, what and then they left him, right? Which is cra- which is crazy to me. But I, unfortunately, like we we see a lot of the other stuff that happens in Ubers, right? Where yeah. it's it's you know sexual assault or happens while in Ubers, and unfortunately, I feel like this was a matter of time. And now, I guess my next question is: Aren't cams like I would highly recommend people to have dash cams, and not yeah. only just have dash cams, but also like have dash cams connected to like the server for Uber. I think that would be super helpful. Because if someone is monitoring, right, like Uber is a huge organization. If someone is monitoring that, like, okay, this is what's going on. This is weird. Or, you know, this person or have you checked this out? Something being flagged. There's technology for that. So 
I don't know. This is super unfortunate, but I bet you a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them are young that's doing it. And it seems like it's happening a lot. So, yeah, cost of living is going up. I mean, so that's just natural, man. Everything's on the up and up. So kids is getting more and more susceptible to getting into wild shit. I mean, it's always been crime. Crime's never going to stop, but that's why now it's getting higher. And or I guess also, it's, more... it's the holiday too. Yeah, holiday season. It's Robin you know, season. Yeah, you don't know who watch you doing what. I'm just thankful because I used to do a little bit of Uber back in like 2018, I want to say. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just glad every time I've done it, I've never been in a situation where it's like, I don't know. I feel like my life was on the line. I mean, granted, it could have been. I wouldn't know, but it's just like, for the most part, all my parents I had, except for the ones from Boston and New York, because they really wanted to fight. But yeah, outside of that one, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's just wild. Like, you never expect something like this to happen in like Baltimore's kind of like my backyard for real. It's not that far from where I live at. So, but yeah. I mean, that, that city's just been getting robbed of so much for decades on decades. And it's just going to keep happening because of political reasons. But that's another conversation. But yeah, man, that that's some wild shit. But like you said, holiday season is just going to keep happening at a higher rate. So all I can say is keep your heads on the swivel if y'all are using those ride share applications or if you got somebody you cool with, man, ask them to scoop you if you can. But I think too, because I do use them. Um, and I, sh- I mean, my location time, <laughs> but um, especially if you're going to meet someone, if you're going on a date, or if you're going to the airport, let someone know, hey. Let them know when you made it to the airport. Let them know if something is um is even off. If you feel like something may be off, um, I feel like a lot of times will have a like their intuition will tell them like you know uh, this person is looking at me a lot in the review or something just feels, um yeah. share that you know just share that and and even if nothing happens of it, it's better safe than sorry. So absolutely safe. Nah, I'm with you on that one. I need to work on that myself to share my location with people when I'm out because I just don't really be thinking about <clears throat> anything transpiring. But you never know. Since people are getting popped at fucking grocery stores now, like you just yeah. never know. So try to prevent as much as you can. But I guess to move on to one of the last topics we're going to about, probably like two, because we're going to be on movies for a little bit anyway. Did you hear about this movie called Cocaine Bear, which I think is really, really goofy. <laughs> yeah, you sent me the link. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like, what's your thoughts yes, on it? So it's based on a true story, apparently. Wait. That's what they said. They said, like, a bear ate some cocaine back in the 80s. Somebody lost a bunch of bricks. And he was eating them joints. And he basically just went to town on people. Literally. Tearing niggas up. Well, I mean, it's a bear. So, <laughs> there's yeah, that. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that it was based on... I love it. Oh, inspired by true events. So, yeah, there's it's some truth okay. in there. So after watching the trailer, uh, for me like a Pineapple Express <laughs> ah. or like a Seth Rogen, you know, like something that's very, very like, con- like it's silly. It's very silly. Uh, very slapstick. Um, exactly. That perfect slapstick. Me so, um, I don't know. Like I, I don't think I'll go out to to the movies to go watch it think if I'm visiting a friend or someone and they have it on that I would watch some of it but I I think it's it's one of those one of those silly movies that you won't find my you won't catch my black ass in the woods anyway well yeah you would I like I to hike say, but to a lot like that though <laughs> I caught myself you see you did. I, I, was, 
<laughs> holding you accountable, holding you accountable. That's all. Um, however, I'm never, ever, ever without that thing. So <laughs> if I see a bear or something, or I hear a bear or something, you know, but <laughs> I haven't, I, I will share this though. I haven't gone anywhere. Like I've seen signs of like mountain lions, mm. but I'm ran into mountain lions I haven't done any <clears throat> crazy hikes like that um but that trailer is it's just a very silly movie i feel like the it's an audience for that definitely i do see like probably some of my brothers or some of my friends watching it um a little inebriated <laughs> and having fun and enjoying it but i don't think it's something that i would enjoy but what about you I mean, I'll probably catch it when it gets on one of the streaming services or something. Like, I wouldn't go on my way to see it either. It looks like something that should be on HBO Max, honestly. But, you know, Hollywood brings lights to anything, which will get me to another point. But back to this movie, though, like, I, the concept of everything seems pretty cool. Um, you know, it's interesting. It's different, you know. So I, I guess I could say that's a positive. Because to your point, like, I guess I am a tad bit. I'm a critic, obviously. Anybody that's to this podcast long enough knows I'm a pretty, I'm a critic, pretty much. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, at first, I was like, Yo, this is really corny. Why are they wasting money doing this? But to your point, you know, since it, you know, since I said it's like a slapstick comedy and it's goofy, you know, it's not supposed to be super serious. I guess my whole thing was I thinking like, I don't know. I thought too deep into it. Again, uh, challenging my beliefs. I had to challenge my belief right there. Because at first, I'm like, Yo, this is a clown shit. But it's not. It's an audience for it. I'm just not a demographic for it. But again, if I have to catch it on the, on the slight, I'll watch it, you know. But I ain't going on my way for it. But to I segue... Agree. I think- um, sorry before before we um, say another topic. Even you saying that it's based on you know a true event, I would have liked to have seen a documentary on that. Yeah, also, no, I'm a little old <laughs> and I like documentaries, but Me too. you know I know that with with this movie, right, it's gonna have a lot of mystic stuff. Even from watching it, there was a few scenes that. Was like okay, like is that really? Did that really happen? Of course, probably not. It's exaggerated, of course, but I would have liked to see like some kind of documentary, and maybe there is one out there because I never even heard about that, like a, a bear running into some. So, from my understanding, right, mm-hmm. a helicopter, a lot of cocaine. They just they was just throwing it, right, which ended yeah. up. So, <laughs> of course, a bear is gonna get into something and eat it, but. I don't know. I don't do cocaine. I never have done cocaine. <laughs> will act on it, but I could see how an animal, you know, that does not do any type of drugs would just go crazy in whatever nearest town. So I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna look that up though. I mean, from what I heard, it's like advanced sugar. Because <laughs> it's like in that same kind of category, I think. I think sugar is obviously way lighter than that. But you know how you get like sugar rushes and shit? I'm sure cocaine gives yeah. the same rush from what I've heard. Cause I don't dabble in none of that stuff either. You know, God bless y'all that do. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I try to judge. Yeah, because there's a woman. Speaking of mm-hmm. speaking of that, who her nose collapsed because she snorted too much cocaine. Woo, she was probably on that pure. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, text you the link. It basically her her nose collapsed, and they had to take some uh, skin from her head and put oh. on her nose. I'll send it to you and she's I, I feel like a lot of people on TikTok or social media have no type of shame but she was recording herself and you could literally see her on her nose there was hair oh. on her yeah it was very very unfortunate 
like, y'all be careful in drugs, cause yeah, man, it, it can get now a lot of stuff stepped on, dog. And all it takes mm-hmm. is one bad sniff, and you out of here. So um, well, that's no. <laughs> what you say? Snows. Collapse nose, collapse your lung. You just never collapse know, man. Heart, all of that. Yeah. Yeah, shit, shit happens. You know, I remember uh, Rest in Peace Combat Jack, one of my favorite podcasters. I remember he said one time, like back in the eighties, he said cocaine was like so much more pure back then compared to how I guess how it was as of you know recent years. He, I think he passed in twenty sixteen, but he basically just breaking it down. Like he said, yeah, back in the eighties, man, cocaine it was way more pure. You know, and then I mean, granted, I mean, people had their access. I'm sure because people didn't know like the side effects of it to that degree i guess you know but i think he was in college around that time too so but either way like he was just saying like it's just so stepped on now drugs in general are just so stepped on so probably some people end up getting offed by slight shit like you know rest in peace lynn bias i'm sure you heard that story before no who what lynn bias the university of maryland legend about to get drafted by the uh celtics back in what was this 84 maybe 85 i want to say oh uh-uh. Wow, and you're a basketball fanatic. You I'll know, you know I like. So <laughs> yeah, that would have been Bird's Ace Boone Coon if he would have, you know, lived long enough. But unfortunately, long story last long, he passed away from storing some cocaine with a with a teammate, and that was all she wrote. Yeah, then like, ah, man, it's, it's it hurts because like he was a local legend. Grants before I was born, but still, it's just like have somebody from the area. Like, yeah, he was like one of MJ's biggest competitors in college, one of them at least. Um, but anyways, I'll try to keep it light before we get out of here. I want to segue to since we're on movies. There's another Transformers movie, and I don't understand why. Like, I'm tired. <laughs> they need to stop. Wait. Like, please. Okay, so I've seen the first one and the second one, and that was it. And, of course, the first one, to me, was the best one. But I haven't seen anything. How Same. many How how uh, many are there? I don't know. I mean, I know they started in 2007. I remember I went to go see that and the second one. That was 2009. Let me see. Real quick. I'm going to Google that really quick. But the new one's called Transformers Rise of the Beast. So I guess this is going to be based off like Beast Wars, old cartoon show that was out back in the day. How many Transformers movies is it? Either way, I'm tired of them, son. Like, this is like Fast and Furious with robots. It's all the fucking is. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's eight of them. Like, bro, yeah, give us a break. There's eight? I mean, technically, because of Bumblebee, that's a spinoff, but still, it's still a Transformers movie. But yeah. yeah. Four, five, oh, seven. Crazy. My fault. Bad math. Still bad, though. Seven of them. Like, come on. I remember bro. when the first one came out. The time. We and... were in 2007. Okay, there we go. Yeah, we were in we were in high school at the time. Shia LaBeouf, Megan Fox. Yeah. yeah. I, even with, with the, Transform- the Transformers and Fast, Fast and the Furious, like, franchise, it's a lot. And, with um with the cocaine bear movie there's a market for it and people are clearly going to see those movies fast and the furious i think maybe there was tokyo different i think i've seen one or two after and that was it i haven't seen anything else after especially like after paul walker had passed yeah that's that's what i thought too it is man like how, like how many story? And then I think the most recent Fast, uh, going back to the uh, the Fast and Furious franchise, they were like, they got to go to space because <laughs> what, what else are they gonna? <laughs> but that's I had no idea that they had the trailer. I'm just curious to see, but I don't even know the storyline. 
So me either at this point because it was what's his name was in it for a minute uh, Mark Wahlberg or whatever but now he's out which you know I get it Paul I think Mark Wahlberg like wait wait Mark Mark Wahlberg was in which one Transformers or Transformers not uh, Fast and Furious nah but he wasn't Transformers but I can't remember which one was I saw like a little snippet of one of them I might have been the last night maybe or like the one that came out in 2014 I can't remember but Paul, uh, Mark Wahlberg was definitely one of them but I see why they make them if it grosses in 4.8 billion dollars I literally just seen that right now four a billion. That's yeah. a lot of money. It is. It's, so I guess I can't hate but so much. I, like I, I will it's a, you know, go ahead, enjoy it and enjoy it. I like it, that watch it, but I will most likely not be tuning in to to watch. I'll watch the trailer and that's it. But Yeah. Not, I'm good. I'm not the oh, audience for it. Saying, Oh, this is my very last point and I promise I will let you go. So, it was a big conversation about uh, Jennifer Lopez talking about how, like, movie studios don't really invest in other types of movies outside of superhero movies. And it was a, to a bigger point because I think um, Anthony Mackie, uh, you know, that's the guy that was in the new Captain America or whatever. He kind of said the same thing. Like, you know, the superhero movies are kind of like the cash cows now. And there's not really too many movie stars like that being developed now. It's just about specific characters. And to the, our po- to the point, you know, bring it back with Transformers or Fast and Furious, like, a lot of these movies, there's some marquee actors in them, but it's not no actors that stand out like this movie strictly driven off of, you know, The Rock or Ludacris or Tyrese or, you know, like, <laughs> it's just all about, um, you know, a franchise for the most part. Like, the, the age of the movie stars slowly dwindling. I mean, I'll give it to a uh, man named Jonathan Majors. I think that's his mm-hmm. name. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a good actor. He's on his way to the top, you know. He yeah, was definitely yeah. good at um, West, not Westworld. What was that show that came out on HBO that was only around for one season? Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft, like, he, was, he was really good in that. Yeah. Yeah, it's sick. He was good. I mean, he got Creed 3 coming out. I know he's in Ant Man, some other movie called Devotion. Uh, he's in the Loki series. Aspen in San Francisco. He was, he was, had a few different stuff. I will say this, though, and this is how I feel with, with movies, and I guess uh, kind of tying in uh, some. Will is out here. He's not doing no superhero stuff. And he make a movie. So I feel like I, I do think that a lot of directors have to stop the remakes that they're doing. I don't know if you've seen the Hocus Pocus, recent, the most recent one. I haven't seen that. I will check I it out. Definitely. I ain't going to say anything about you, it then. You've seen it? Okay. So I'm going yep. to tell you after I watch it because I think it's on Disney Plus and I have, I have Disney Plus. Um, there is is a little lazy when they it's a lot it's very lazy when they do remakes but i feel like Jordan pill is coming his mom like he came out with some stuff he just came out of the woodworks and i wasn't even i watched Kim pill right so when he came yeah. i was like well let me see what this is about and then he came out with us and then he came out with nope and then he came out with this uh, the other series i didn't watch the series but i saw the movies and honestly his movies is to me Right, really thought provoking. Like, what's the what's the story behind it? What's going on with this? And it's very intriguing. So, I don't know. I know for Daylo, she does a lot of romance, right? She does a lot of rom coms, even she though you hardly see anymore. A lot of rom coms, a lot of romance, and it's like, okay, well, create some different. You said what? My fault. My computer's acting weird. Go ahead. Um, I think for a lot of like romance and different stuff, like come up with different. Come up with a different, like different scenes, different types, and new and fresh that people want to watch, and also market it well, right? And honestly, too, and not to you know throw her under the bus, but 
Flo is not young anymore. <laughs> That's unfortunate that I'm saying this, but age is a thing, right? So yeah, now it, 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 it so um, maybe like, you know, you're going to have to look at some different, you know, try some different areas, J-Lo. Um, and, and, and I don't know where she was doing a lot of like physical stuff, like fighting and some of those things, but I haven't seen her do any any other stuff outside of that. So um, who is it? Regina King? She yeah. was in, what was the show that she was in? Oh my gosh, it's um, the Netflix joint. No, 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 not Netflix. No, not Netflix. But she definitely did the the Netflix stuff. But it was um, Watchmen. Watchmen. Yeah, that was great. That was a great fucking. I don't know why there wasn't another season. That was like every person that I put onto that was like that was fucking great. And I was like, yeah. movie is like yes, based <laughs> off the comic book, etc. But she did so fucking good and I like the show better than I like the movie. Me, me too. Um, but the show was so good in Regina King and um JLo is like the same age. Oh wow. they're whooping ass. Like she was fighting and flipping and it was it was very entertaining. So J Lo maybe you might have to expand your resume. Maybe you know it, it is That's unfortunate. Real, though. You're right. And but, Regina King came up from Boys in the Hood, son. So that's like a 180. 227, like Regina. <laughs> yeah, like, that's true. 227. You know, she that was but Boys in the Hood was like her breakout role. But yeah. like she she is she put herself out there. Even for example, Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige was in um damn it, I'm getting old. The Netflix are, series. The, <laughs> oh, uh Umbrella Umbrella something. There we go. Yeah, Umbrella so Academy. She, she was in that. She in the cop horror movie. Yep, I think it was like Mudbound and a few other things. So it's like, don't in one box, but like if we think of J-Lo when we think of movies, we think rom-coms. We do. Yeah. You're gonna have to, and of course Anthony different stuff. He's put Tupac. He's he's done some <laughs> different stuff. <laughs> he's done some different stuff. He's expanding himself with his but I think that you're gonna have to expand your resume, J-Lo. That's just... If if you want to, I mean, and maybe that's all she wants to do, but expand your resume, expand your talent, expand your experience. Nah, that's real. And that goes in all facets of life, you know? Yeah. So, anything else from right before we get up out of here, homie? No, no. It's raining here in the Bay Area, so I will be chilling, relaxing with a glass of wine, uh, but nothing, nothing else for me. Um, I appreciate you asking me to come back on, so... I'm always happy to have conversations. I feel like these types of conversations is normal for us. Like we have yeah. similar conversations. So this is literally my friend. So this was nice. Nah, for sure. I appreciate you for making some time out to do it. Cause you'd be surprised. Well, actually, you know what? I'm not going to compare friendships. Shout out to all my friends <laughs> that come on the show. Like, I'm on the body to fill away, but I heard you talking shit, bro. So yeah, <laughs> thank you for being on. I appreciate you. We let the people know where, you, where they can find you at or you want to stay anonymous again. No, no. Uh, they can find me on IG. Uh, it's the girl Lay T H E C R L A Y. Bet that y'all already know. You can find me at Shadow Solo on Twitter, Shadow Solo on Instagram, Thoughts Pen with No G on Twitter, Thoughts Pen and Pie on Instagram. <coughs> Goddamn. <coughs> and that's all that time. Till next time, we are out. We got the Rona, y'all. <laughs> I don't. Peace. Bye.